live from the neighborhood. It's the Beer is Fundamental show with your hosts, Obeer One Kenobi and Lady T. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is the Beer is Fundamental show, and this is episode 118. That's 118. I want to welcome you once again to the neighborhood where craft beer is always the talk of the town. I am, of course, BT, a.k.a. Old Beer One Kenobi, a.k.a. the Craft Beer Jedi, a.k.a. the Bucket Hat King. And I don't even have another name besides Lady T. You to added a new name. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, the Bucket Hat King? You know, hey, I be wearing bucket hats all the time. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's funny because I had a dream last night that uh, I went swimming. And I, I dived in with my bucket hat. I came <laughs> right back up, and it was still on. So, you know, I, I, I love bucket hats. You so know, it's, it's a flotation it's, device, yeah, too. Uh, sort, of, sort of. Okay. Okay. So, hey, but you know how we get down here at the Beers Fundamental Show. We are, again, on social media, Instagram at Beers Fundamental. The same with Facebook. Uh, X is Beer Fundamental. You can contact us by phone also at 407-350-7909. Feel free to leave a message if we're not available. You can definitely check us out on our beautiful website, beerisfundamental.com, where you can get the best in craft beer news and craft beer uh, specials and other awesome items and things of that nature. I hope everyone liked the new intro. Did you notice, Lady T? I did. Yes, yes. Okay, we had to do, I had to switch it up, you know. Um, been using that same intro since the beginning, I think. Well, not even the beginning, because I think when we first started, it was just straight naked. Nothing at all. But, uh, you know, got this new intro, uh, of course, produced by uh, none other than your boy right here. And so, uh, hopefully, everyone is, is sort of feeling it. Tonight's beer is the... Adjunct Machine Barrel Culture Brewing Pastry Stout. It's been a while since we've done a stout. So, you know, exactly. It's a while since yeah, I drank yeah. a stout. I know. That, that's what I was thinking. It's I was too like, hot. You know, I was thinking, you know, okay, should we do this or should we not do this? You know, but, you know, we're going to get on into it. It's made of sweet chocolate and milk balls. They recirculated the beer over uh, wild Thai bananas roasted peanuts toasted coconut and marshmallows so we're going to get right into this thing uh-huh let's see you heard the pop not that big of a of an aroma and not that big of a head either lady t lady t let me get, let me get a glass uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, not that big of a aroma. So I don't know what to expect out of this thing. Chocolate. Yeah, okay. Yeah, now that I get it to me, I really can get the chocolate. Vanilla. Which is gonna be natural. But I smell a lot of it. Yeah. I don't smell that much vanilla. Hmm. Oh, wow. It's sweet, though. You get the sweet chocolate. You get the milk balls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, roasted peanuts, not so much. 
I do get the coconut and the marshmallows. So maybe the marshmallows yeah. may be throwing you off with making this vanilla. You think? Yes, because okay. that's the main ingredient in marshmallows. Okay, I just learned something. Like I did with, not know yeah, that was the main ingredient in marshmallows. Yeah, homemade marshmallows have vanilla. I just learned something. You learn something every day, especially when you're drinking. So, wow. It's good, though. It's good. It's not too heavy. Not too heavy. So it's so not. It tastes like a candy bar. Right. It's not. It's not going to be that warm stout, shall we say, or the one that's going to make your body hot. I mean, his body, but it's not too thick. Too thick, yeah. Um, but it does taste like a candy bar. Okay. Hmm. Which is mm. good. <laughs> no, definitely what we need right now. Now, Lady T has just come in from a girls' trip to Denver. Lucky her. That's one of our favorite cities. How was the trip? The trip was great. The trip was great. It was hot, and then it rained, and then it got chilly. So they said that they do have bipolar weather there. That's what I heard from my Uber driver. Um, that, you know, the weather, it would be hot one day, cold one day, snowy the next day. So we didn't get any snow, but it was warm. Had a great time. Usually when we endeavor, it's usually on drinking trips. True. For JBF. Um but I did, nobody's a beer drinker but me. One of them will group, try yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so I, we did, I wasn't going to force him to go anywhere. I was just going to go somewhere regardless. Just, you know, couldn't leave them without getting beer. Right. So I did have a couple of drinks. And one we just happened to stumble upon because we was looking for this food truck <laughs> that was a pizza place. But I happened to be um, parked at Rock Cut, which was a, okay. a um, brewery over in Estes Park. So, okay, and it was good. Okay, so yeah, so it was a great trip. We went hiking. Yeah, you got um, some hiking in. It was it was beautiful. I mean, and we saw um, I saw elk. You saw a live elk. Uh, yes, it was alive. Hmm. <laughs> it was alive. Yes, we did. It was um, on it off the trail. Oh and wow! Somebody's like. We went our way back down, and there it was. Oh, snap. We saw a deer, a bunch of, um, what's the male deer called? Oh. Um, uh, uh, bucks. Bucks, yes. Yeah, okay, I should know that. <laughs> like, too. wait a minute, what am I thinking? I should know that. Too. So, yeah, so it was like probably about five, six of them crossing the road. Oh, wow. We coming um, down, and some other deer. What else? It was something else that was crossing the road. And you know what's funny? We acting like you know. At least I am. I'm acting like I've never seen a deer. I'm from Alabama. So well, I, I mean, but but like but they were know, yeah. they were huge bucks. I was like, wow. oh my god, they were big. They had huge horns. Wow. And that, so um, that mountainous area, yeah, uh, yeah. So in the in this town, um, um, Estes Park, mm-hmm. they said usually like in September or October. The, the um, elk was just seeing been walking around town. Oh, wow. Oh, man. So she said, you look, you look early. <laughs> but, yeah, they just come and move and walk around downtown. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. So it was, it was a really nice town. Everybody was really nice. Uh, um, well, you know we like Denver anyway. That's right. Cool. We got to go around down. Our Segway tour got canceled. Yeah, because of the weather, huh? Because of yeah, weather conditions. They okay. Because it, it was it was like ninety three degrees. Right, right. It was it was pretty hot for them, and so it was too hot to be riding around downtown. Yeah. With no shade. I can see that. So you know we made our way around, found some things to do, found some new shops or restaurants, and 
lots of bars. Cool. So I mean, that's it cool. was awesome. Let's give a shout out to Lady T and uh, her great trip, girls trip to Denver. And you know, Lady T being the person she is, she jumped right off the plane and Rick went directly to a cocktail party. Oh yeah, sure did. I mean, jumped right off the plane, came home, changed clothes, boom. Yeah. I had to have some cocktails ready made <laughs> so she can take to the cocktail. That's bar. right. That's right. So I was able to make you have to um, do your duty. Take I was able to wife. make um um some well it, it, they're sort of yeah there's, we call them Nick Sabins but they're sort they of were a play renamed. yeah they sort of a play on cat's pajamas and but not the actual cat's pajamas drink like some of like some people are used to. Uh, the cat's pajamas I'm talking about is sort of similar to a bee's knees. Yes. And so uh, I made so two different, gin. yeah, two different versions of it. So, uh, so she could take it to the cocktail party. So I know the cocktail party was lit because I, I know the people who was who was throwing <laughs> it. So, so shouts out to them. That was great. Yeah. yeah. Shouts out so, to them. You know, got to do what got to do. I'm like, yeah. As, have wait, fun. I'm coming. I, Don't yeah. leave till I get there. Right. So it was good. Now, I got some bad news, some good news. Um, I haven't been able to provide this information to uh, Lady T because she hadn't been here since it happened. Um, The bad news is that we lost about 50% of our revenue. Uh, Yep, we were dropped by summer. Our uh, advertisers, we lost uh, B&B Tobacco, Bro Basket, Soul Electronics, and the Beer Connoisseur. Um, I sort of knew that was going to happen. I, I sort of had an inkling it was going to happen, uh, especially with Bro Basket and uh, B&B Tobacco. Um, they just were not making, I don't think, the sales um, uh, as, as much as much sales as, as, as I think they, they thought they would. And they just really could not hold on to everybody. So they had to cut, you know, small people like us. We're not, you know, we're not huge. So we got, you know, a few thousand listeners, but we're not v- very large. So they had to let us go. Right. Um, Soul Electronics and the Beer Connoisseur, I think, um, if I'm just being absolutely honest, we did not meet our contractual um, obligations as far as how many shows. I think we was off like three or four shows. So I sort of figured that was going to happen. Uh, so, um, but still, shouts out to them. Much love to them. There, some a couple of them may be back because uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Soul Electronics dropped us once before, and then a couple months later they were back. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happened. But we do have some good news: um, Cheapo Air Beer Drop and the original Beer Club is still riding with us. They didn't drop us. They were like, you know, we're happy with you and what we, and what you're doing, the revenue you're kicking in for us. And so much love and respect to them for staying down with the Beards Fundamental Show. And um, here's some more good news. We picked up three new advertisers with the same contract as the ones we lost. So we want to welcome to the neighborhood uh, Grill Rescue, Ticket Network, and Stone Street Coffee. So they now have a spot on uh, Hop and Barley Street in the neighborhood. So we want to welcome you uh, once again to us now. Um, Ticket Network, I sort of heard of them. They're sort of like a, um, 
uh, Vivid and uh, StubHub and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, so that there, you know, I, I knew about them. Uh, now, Lady T, you're familiar with Grill Rescue. I am. Yes, you are. Okay. That, that's that's the uh, makers of our little tailgate grill. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh huh. The grill we take when we tailgate. Oh, that thing is that, that the flow. The, the, fo- yeah, the, the folding one. Flat. Yeah, yeah. The, to just flat. Yeah. That's so so yeah. So shouts out to them for. Uh, for they, yeah, they cook them burgers and yeah. hot dogs, hot dogs and, straight up. Yeah. yeah. So so Bad. shouts out to them for uh, joining the beers fundamental show. Now, do we have a show for you tonight? We are just returned recently from another successful trip to the Barrel and Flow Festival in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We had a great time as usual. Um, and so we're really going to get into that. We talked to a lot of people and just 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 had a blast. But before we get into all of that, we do want to take a commercial break. So we'll be right back after this commercial break with the Beer Is Fundamental Show. We'll be right back with more Beer is Fundamental Podcast. Get fresh craft beers delivered straight to your door via a beer drop. Beer drop is a monthly craft beer subscription program built just for you. Fresh beer matched to your taste with the flexibility to modify, skip, or cancel at any time. You can get great craft beer from only the highest rated breweries with a new brewery added every month shipping is only five dollars regardless of how many beers you select take control of your beer experience with beer drop check them out at beerisfundamental.com and now here's your host bt and the beer searchers Hey, welcome back to the Beer Is Fundamental Show. And again, I am Old Beer One Kenobi. And of course, right by me is Lady T. As we said on the previous episode of uh, episode 117, Barrel and Flow is uh, is a very special and incredible um, event to us. It's like no other beer festival that you will ever attend. It's not just the number one uh, black beer festival in the country it is the number one beer festival overall in the country and it's all love and fun for everyone it's a safe space for um, anyone that comes in no matter your race your religion your sexual preference or whatever it's just a pleasure to be there and be around so many people who are putting it down for the culture and and there's music and art and crafts and people providing different types of services and of course there's plenty of craft beer you can't run out of craft beer there so (laughs) yeah and and it's some of the best to be honest it's it's just it's just overall a blast and um 
we were able to you know, talk to several different brewers and patrons and we of course ran into the usual suspects you know if you follow us on instagram you were able to see some of the happenings and you no know, pictures we were taking and and uh you know it's just all smiles and, and, and fun it was again at three stacks and i still don't really know what three stacks is um, it is is part of well is part of the crossings. The crossings is an area, is like a shopping, um, retail place with restaurants, and it's right down from what they call the strip, which is like one of the main roads that has like a lot of restaurants and bars, and um, they have a lot of um, farmers markets and stuff set up. So the stacks itself is, I think, it's pretty much like that open air area. Right. You know, it's. And if you notice, you know, when we set up, where the festival is set up around there, mm-hmm. there's really no business in front of it. It's building, kind of, sort of, but it's like not any businesses inside. Have you noticed that? I hadn't noticed like a door or anything where anybody go in and out. But I know they have this big open air area, like where the largest part is, where, right, right. which is pretty much the stacks. Right. Well, I know when you when we, when you first walk in with the ticket area, there's like some some businesses right there. I think, right? Right. But the stacks is, I think, it's it's the open air area. Oh, that big still, area, the yeah. large area. Right. Shoot, by the time the I get around there, I'm already drunk, so I ain't paying no attention. Right. To that. it, that's called the stacks. Okay. Well, three stacks. Okay. Well, you know, you the stack is. It, I think it's the is it the stacks at three cross and the three. Let me make sure I get that name right. The stacks at three crosses. Okay, well, where did I get three stacks from? Well, because they say, because it's saying the three crossings. Okay, gotcha. Okay, maybe I, okay, maybe I was mixing up Andre 3000 and, and the festival. I don't know. It was. <laughs> what? I mean, because, you know, they call him three stacks. So I'm thinking, so okay. I got three stacks from somewhere. Okay. So it's the But it's three and it's the stacks at, at three crossings. At three crossings. Okay, right. gotcha. I mean, it's. And a, the crossings, I think, because it's right near the railroad track. Ah, you're right about that. Yeah. You're right about that. So I didn't um so it's that it's that large area where people gather and be taking right. pictures and mm, all that, that stuff. Yeah, that big Right. Yeah, well, okay, I got you now. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, you know, and people use it a lot for events and stuff like okay. that. So I got you now. Okay. Okay. But it's in a nice area. I like that area because yeah, we went there nice. earlier and I think we didn't go there before. Right. Um, because we stopped at what brewery we stopped at over there? That's um, shoot. Where did we go over there? Cause we went there. We went there prior to that, right? Right. Was that before we checked in the hotel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cause we did. St- yeah, because I was um, I was thinking about if the traffic was going to be you know too much before we got down there. What was the name of that place? And damn it, it's it's right on the tip of my tongue. I see us there. Um. It's a very famous Aslan. Aslan, yeah. I think it's a <laughs> very famous brewery. A yeah, brewery. So, so yeah, I mean, we um, at Aslan beer, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, that was a nice area. They had a like a little uh, flea, not flea market, farmers, farmers, market. farmers market out yeah, there going on then and, out in the front. But it's a really nice space, right? I mean, it's it's very you know just like um airy, you know, right. really like. I guess we'll say up to date or new, new look new. Right. 
And they also served food, too. Then, oh, no, no, the kitchen had clothes. As the kitchen was closed. Yeah, yeah, the kitchen's closed for now. I think they're making some changes. Right. But um, it was, you could go next door and get food. They have a coffee shop in there also when you first walk in. So you, you just want to come and get coffee. And they have a, a large selection of beer. It was super fun. Yeah. It, it was super fun. Um, now, comedians Dave Bracey and Ed Bailey are the masterminds behind Barrel and Flow. And they they really do a great job. It, it's it's, it's um, just a superb job. Now, um, let's get and go ahead and address the elephant in the room. Uh, yes, it is a beer festival put on by black folks with a black cultural influence. It's unapologetically black, um, but it's a welcoming experience for for all. Uh, the last episode we had a couple of listeners uh, who were like. Wondering why it's, it's, it's such a big deal that is uh, sort of uh, announced that it's a so-called black cultural beer festival. And they're saying, you know, that should not be a thing, and I, you know, and I can understand that. But as I explained to them, um, until you've been in an atmosphere where uh, you don't feel wanted or it's obvious that this place is not for you, you really wouldn't understand why that's needed. And so... Uh, so you know, I have to have to even be honest. There are several craft beer breweries and brew hubs in central in the Central Florida area, and I can Lady T and I have never been mistreated in any of them. We've always been right. welcomed in any in every of them. However, we do frequent uh, some a lot more than others. I mean, uh, the Commission Beer Chamber, A La Carte, Half Barrel Beer Project. GB Bottle Shop, Tactical Brewing. Um, we, we're there more almost than anywhere else uh, because they make us feel like family. And then, you know, the other places that we go, like um, Sideward, Rock Pit, and Broken Strings, we can throw them in the mix because we feel very comfortable in those places now. Right. Again, so, um, and it's not that we've been, like I said, not that we've been mistreating any of them or any brewery around here. Um, it's, it's just... The vibe uh, at the commission and half barrel and all the car, it speaks for itself. You know, uh, you know, it's, it's craft beer, it's hip hop, it's food, it's, it's just the, the flavor of right. the place. Mostly, yeah, like, like I said, we've never been, most of the places we go to around here, I mean, you walk in and when somebody greet you, right? you know, they'll just walk away and don't make eye contact, don't feel like, you know, you, you know, you're not appreciated, right. you know, but... They do. I mean, I hadn't had an issue. No, never, never had an issue here. Now there have been some places that we've we have gone been some places where you look where they look at you like almost like why are you here or or and that was some years ago. Yeah, and and, and that and, but that that was a different that was some years ago before you know craft beer really just start getting really big everywhere. That yeah yeah I can understand that. So 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 it's 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 uh so you know shouts out to them. And for what they do, and um, it's just a great time, and we appreciate Ed and Dave for putting that on, and 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 just making sure everyone, everyone, is having a good time. Now, so what we want to do is get into some of these interviews. I apologize in advance for some of the choppiness of it. Um, you have to understand. Uh, especially me lady t is more refined than me so she doesn't get uh she doesn't get how can i say 
super crunk or super excited or she's able to hold her excitement more than me. And you can, but you, you would definitely hear me getting too loud sometimes. Uh, I think it was one time I'm talking to someone and uh, I accidentally hit the volume button up too high. So for like 10 seconds, it's like real, real loud until I realized, and I know what happened. I think um, I started laughing or something and my uh, ear earphones hit, fell off and I hit the volume button at the same time while trying to grab them. So it wasn't so for about 10 seconds, it's going to be like real loud for one of the interviews until I was able to turn it down and get it straight. So, so I apologize in advance. I am going to try the next time uh, we go live, try not to be so um, enthusiastic. Oh, that's, I, I mean, yeah, well, that's nothing unusual. You're always yeah, enthusiastic. I am, I am. <laughs> so we're going to get at enthusiastic and drunk. At yeah. The same time. <laughs> so we're going to get into some of these interviews uh, right now. Hey, what's going on? This is the Biz Fundamental Show. This is your boy, a.k.a. Old Beer One Kenobi, the Jedi Knight of Crab Beer. And of course, I got Lady T right beside me. And uh, we are just now entering the Barrel and Flow Beer Festival here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And if you haven't been here before, this is one of our favorite festivals, as we mentioned in a few episodes. And right now, we've already had about three or four brews, and they have been absolutely excellent. And so we're going to try to holler at a couple of people as soon as we can catch up with some. We don't want to get in the way, but we do want to speak with, with some people. Hello, we are the Beers Fundamental Show, and Mindful Brewing is out of where? We are out of Castle Shannon uh, in the South Hills here in Pittsburgh. Okay, great. How long have you been brewing? I've been brewing for uh, coming up on 10 years now, personally. I've been with Mindful for coming up on three years now. Yeah. Okay. Look, I really love that Mexican lager. I mean, I mean, you really put your... Lager. I think we did a pretty good job on that one, yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and the slice of haze. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have you tried them both? Yes. Some, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, we... Collaborated on the haze for today. Uh, we, we we used some bread from a, a, a food rescue company and um, kind of threw that in the mash. So that's the hazy beer. And then the, the Mexican lager, we actually brewed in collaboration with a wrestling company for a festival that we did a couple weeks ago. Um, and it was a pretty cool hit. They had a big wrestling show in the street, and we served the Mexican lager with lime, and uh, it was a hit. It was a good time. So I think, as you can see, Pittsburgh is a, a city city for the beer. Okay, well, thank you so much for speaking with us. We greatly enjoy your name. Cheers. My name is Levi. Okay, Levi, thank you so much. Now, we're with uh, 60 South and Brewing, and how do you say that King King B plus U? I like that. What does that stand for? Uh, King B plus U is a creative collaborative experience. So if you have like an interest in creating art in any capacity, you reach out to me and I will connect you with who you need to be connected with. I will create with you in whatever aspect that you want to create. Um, and make sure that you see your bottom line accomplished. Uh, there is nothing impossible. So yeah. And I got to luckily collaborate with Tom and 60 South to create this incredible mimosa flight. So. Okay. We got a mimosa flight. I don't think I'm. I don't think we've experienced that mimosa flight like that. I don't think so. So, Tom, you're with 60 South Brewing, correct? 
Okay, well, where is 60 South Brewing? Uh, so I'm actually a local home brewer um, in the Pittsburgh area. Yeah, just up, uh, brewing out of my house in Greenfield. Okay, how long have you been brewing? About seven years now. Okay, so you really know what you're doing then. This is going to be great. I love a plain Gosa. You can always get that good flavor, and you did a good job. Okay, you guys did a real good job. If you're helping us with our mental health, I'm going to have to get that. And plus, you're wearing a bucket hat, so you worth talking to in the first place. Okay, your name again? My name is Akia, and I'm the owner of Akita Peace. I am a licensed professional counselor here in Pittsburgh. I can um, provide services to residents in Pittsburgh as well as Florida. I offer individual counseling as well as workshops and group sessions. Um, I'm located in Braddock, um, so I am local. And we have some self-affirming t-shirts and um, I'm, I'm in various conf- at various conferences. So yeah, check, check me out. Now, did you say you also offer services in Florida? Yes. What part of Florida? All of Florida. All of Florida. Okay. Okay, my Florida people, when we get back home, we got to hook her up because you know how we are in Florida. We do need help with our mental health. So uh, we're going to be making sure that we try to hook you up with some people for sure. Man, it's so glad. We're so happy to meet you. Okay. You have a great and lovely weekend. Okay. Hey, thank you so much. Now, we're with our man from Mac Brewing Company. And, of course, if you follow us, we've mentioned them before because they got, every time I see a picture of him, he's wearing this fly jacket. And so, the, the, I mean, so, you know, he, he knows what he's doing. He's not just making good beer. He's also styling and profiling. So, you know, I do not. Now, say what we are supposed to do with this again. So, the last of the Mohicans is a 14% lemongrass and honey ale. You take a swig. And then we did our beer collab with uh with Kingfly, which is located in Pittsburgh. You go over there, you drop a shot of that orange decor directly into the glass. Okay, that's where we headed, man. I, look, I appreciate you, baby. I, look, look, I love what you're doing. Okay, for sure, for sure. I stay ready. I st- I, I I stay ready to be ready. So look, so what brought you guys out today besides great beer? Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, our podcast is called Beers with Nigel. The reason it, it was created was because of Ed and Day, the, the, uh, the you know, uh, drinking partners. And so when I came back in 2019 from this festival, I told my boy Nick, I said, I got some shit to say. And three years later, here we are, Beers with Nigel podcast. This is our fourth time coming here. This is our, this is our mecca for beer. You know what I'm saying? It's a family reunion. And fun fact. It's the number one beer festival in the United States. Bam. <laughs> and you know what's funny about it is every time we describe this beer festival, we say the same thing. It's a family reunion. Damn straight. It totally is 100%. We'll be dropping our 100th episode next month, all because of what Ed and Dave set up here at this festival. Okay. Okay. I just followed you guys on, on the on the pod, pod, pod universe. Okay. You know, so uh, got it. I can't wait to listen. There we are, and we can't wait to listen to you guys, too. Hey, man, and this is what we love about coming here. Yeah. You know, we go to a lot of beer festivals around the country, but here we run into so many different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. where are you guys from? Orlando, Florida. Oh, so you probably know uh, 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 the, the Henny Ninja. Oh, Aubrey's Aubrey's my man. Aubrey's my man. Matter of fact, we texted him just a few minutes ago and was like, where are you? 
He's here somewhere. Yeah, he's he's the Henny Ninja, though. He's yeah. sneaky. Yeah, he's sneaky. <laughs> Believe me, trust me, we know he's sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have you guys on to a crossover episode. For sure, for sure. We definitely going to do that. I love it. Yes, sir. Yes, All sir. love. Man, I appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Hey, people, you know we couldn't stop Bob and I stopping our man at Smithhouse Brewing for sure, man. How you living, man? Man, I'm just li- living a dream, bro, yourself. Look, we doing it well, man. Look, look, it's always a great time to see you, man. It's always beautiful to see you because we know we're making good brews. Now, what's going on with the new brewery? How, how's it happening? Ooh, somebody just dropped the glass over there. But, you know, we're, we're, we're working with the city, trying to get everything through, permitting, some issues we're trying to get cleared up, but we're hoping that once they get those out the way, we'll be able to get our permits and get started. I would love to give a time frame, but I don't want to disappoint anybody. So, you know, just follow us, follow us on like the ground and for the, uh, all the updates. For sure. You, hey, hey, man, but believe me, whenever you do your opening, we're going to be there, Blade, for, for, for sure, because we love you. We love you, man. Just vote. Look, look what you got here. Give me multi. Give me multi. Okay, people, we we are right here with Melanated Meadery. You know how I am. I am an unofficial uh, mead aficionado. So, and let me tell you, they're pouring some good stuff. What made you decide on mead? Well, I was brewing beer at home. I brewed a cider for my wife. I like that. And I said, you know what? Let me try meads. I did it. I fell in love with it, and I've been doing it ever since. It's been about a year and a half since I've been brewing meads. I love it, brother. Hey, look, look. It's 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 hard to find people who actually love meads because mead is so difficult. One of my favorite meaderists sent us an email about, what, about two months ago saying they were closing. Broke my heart because, and it's because mead is so difficult to make. It's not, it's, it's not cheap at all. Okay, don't don't confuse it. You know, I love beer, but don't confuse me and making beer. Me is like triple the the cost of beer. And and so so you have to, you know, you really have to love it. And I appreciate what you do, brother, because I think you the first black mead maker I think I've ever met. You know, I We are called Mazers. So my mead is amazing. Yeah, see, 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 uh, see, we're so creative. I'm, I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. What's going on, people? We are actually with the first black-owned brewery in Kansas City. And I'm telling you, this is, this is just extremely exciting. Not only do I want a beer, I'm buying a shirt, too, because I, 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 I'm extremely proud of these brothers. Of what they're what they're doing, for real. So uh, we're with Vine Street Brewing, and again, they are the first black-owned brewery out of Kansas City. And again, we are so proud of what these brothers are doing. So we're going to try to speak to them and and get some information from them, and let them, and so they can tell us. What's what's really, really what's really really going on with them? Vine Street, man, what's going on? How y'all doing? We're doing good right now. Thank you for coming out. Hey, for sure, man. We're so proud of what you guys are doing, man. Uh, just give us a short description of the struggle that you went through to get this done. 
What was that again? Just give us a short description of the struggle that we know you went through to get this done. Actually, I'm just one of the. Uh, I'm just hoping out with Vine Street right now, but I know they put in a lot of work getting the uh, the brewery set up. Um, from everything from uh, the people who set up the building or whatnot, it's in a black area. And what we loved about it was like the people, the owners that helped us out really wanted to keep the the black area and black ownership. So they helped out, and the whole area over there right now is um all black companies. So you have a black brewery, you have a black food company that is helping people um learn how to actually cook food. So not only are you getting food from the company, you're also getting food from people that are learning how to cook, and they're also going to take that skill and make more jobs with that skill. There's a black ta- tattoo artist in that building. There's also um, black artists or black paintings. So everything in that building is going to be black focused, and we're really enjoying that in the 18th and Vine District, bringing that all back home to Kansas City, because the 18th and Vine District in Kansas City is a jazz district, and that part is, um, is always going to stay like that as long as we can help it. Okay, that, that, that's, that's it. Lady T, our next trip is Kansas City. <laughs> for, for sure. For sure. So we're going to be at Vine Street, I guarantee you, within the next few months, baby. Because we love the support, and we're just extremely proud of you. Hey, our next trip, Kansas City. He just broke it down to me, man. Look. We had already decided already, I thought. Because we had we still been going to Kansas City, remember, for the family reunion a while back. And that didn't happen. But I heard from our guys from um, Beers with Nigel. That they have like a ton, they're like totally underrated and overlooked, but they have a ton of great breweries in Kansas City. So we're gonna have to go. So we're about to put them on the map for sure, for sure. Much love to them. Okay, everyone, hopefully you've enjoyed the first set of interviews. Again, uh, it, it was so much fun uh, speaking to everyone and just getting to know, you know, all the people who, you know, some that, that we've met before, some uh, our first time meeting, and uh, you, you just get those connections, you know, when you get, you know, right. when you talk to those people, you know, and um as uh, we stated, you know, we were very excited for Vine Street. Uh, we've been to Kansas City before, but I, but but again, we weren't in the brew. We weren't in the beer then. Right? Yeah, that was some so, time ago. Yeah. So so we were really looking forward to getting to Kansas City and uh, uh, checking not just uh, Vine Street out, but some more breweries that's that's there. Correct. So uh, we're going to take uh, this is the beer fundamental show. We're going to take this quick commercial break and. Uh, We'll be right back. And now, here's your host. What's going on, everyone? I know if you're listening to us, you love craft beer, but you may not have access to a huge variety of craft beer in your area. Well, that's no issue. Let the original Craft Beer Club solve that problem for you. 
The original Craft Beer Club searches out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then delivers the monthly beer club selections directly to your door. Each shipment includes 12 beers from among the best microbreweries in America, many of which have earned top awards for their signature brews. Their microbrew newsletter accompanies each shipment so you can learn more about the featured craft brewery and the brewmasters. Go to the Beer is Fundamental website and click on the original Craft Beer Club logo for more details. There is great craft beer out there, and all you have to do is let the original Craft Beer Club get it to you. Cheers. Okay, everyone, we are back to the Beer Is Fundamental Show. I want to apologize for those technical issues. Uh, BT's fat fingers were pushing buttons that, that uh, he wasn't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Been using this machine for so long, you know, you, you get used to it and, and start pushing buttons where you think they are. And uh, a couple of buttons weren't not where um, I thought they were, in other words. So we do have some more interviews, just a couple of minutes of more interviews to play. Uh, just so we can try to get everyone in. Uh, there were some people I was going to, I definitely had to leave out because, you know, we try not to go uh, too far over an hour, you know. Um, but, you know, we, we did really want to get these people in. So if you can bear with us for a couple of more minutes, we do have about two or three minutes worth of interviews to play. <laughs> Now I heard you. I heard you describing your crisscross and why you did it. Explain it to me again. Yes, sir. So my name is Shannon Harris. I'm the owner and brewer of Urban Jungle Brewing, the first black-owned brewery in Austin, Texas, and only the fourth black brewery in Texas. So with crisscross is a coast-style L, your traditional German-style L that we brew with an copious amount of flake corn. And since right now it's 50 years of hip hop, I wanted to do an homage to hip hop in itself. And me as a child, crisscross is one of my favorite groups and Mr. Bus was one of my favorite songs. So we always refer to a coastal L as a crispy beer. So we took the name Chris and Cross and just did Chris Cross to pay homage to that. The second beer I have is called Fruit Fight, which is a, a fruited sour L with over 800 pounds of fruit. We put raspberries and mangoes in there and then gave it a kiss of lemongrass to try to cut that sourness and make it more of a cocktail style beer. But yeah, that's what I'm doing out there in Austin, Texas as a black owned brewer. Yes, sir. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Do it, do it, do it. I'm sorry. No, I'm an official. This is the Beer Fundamental Show. Now, I know my man has been asked a thousand different questions, so I'm just going to ask him one question. Because this is the man who's, who, this festival is his brainchild, and I just want to know, how are you feeling right now? Uh, You know what? I'm feeling real black right now. I mean... It's a very black festival. Uh, it's also the number one festival in the country. You know what I mean? And we did it unapologetically black. We didn't, you know, like have a seat at other people's tables. We didn't like bring in bullshit sponsors. You know what I mean? Like this is a community that came together, a community, a core community of black folks, but then also allies, right? We built a table 
and then we allowed other people to sit at it. And as a result, we have the number one table in the country. I mean, and it just shows the show, the the strength continued. We all know as black folks what we've done with this country and all the things that we've done, the innovations. And you know what I mean? But like, we rarely get those flowers and that respect that's due. And this festival shows, you know what I mean? Like white, black, Asian, all across, all across the country, all across the world come into this. And they do it under the banner of celebrating blackness, right? So I'm feeling real black right now. And I mean, I feel very appreciative of the fact that, you know, every year, you never know how it's going to go. Every year, every, no, 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 no days are promised to you, right? I mean, so every year that this happens, I'm just more like humbled by that. I mean, so thank you for coming. Oh, man, we appreciate you for your vision and doing what you do, man. Man, much love. Seriously. Wow. It was just um, a beautiful thing to hear from uh, Dave Bracey and his thoughts about uh, the Barrel and Flow Festival and and why uh, he and, and Ed, you know, put it on. And, um, you know, we... We really appreciate him and everyone who goes out to keep this craft beer thing uh, welcoming for everyone. And so, um, we just, you know, we just really can't can't say enough uh, because Lady T and I, uh, you know, we we love a lot of things. We love traveling. Uh, we love uh, family. We love. Uh, friends and and but you know we we love celebrating and 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 just being around people with craft beer because we you know right craft beer is is its own culture in itself sort of like wine exactly and it's so, like an, another family yes 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 so so um we want to thank everyone for stopping by the neighborhood uh once again uh where craft beer is always the talk of the town we want to recognize our usual supporters, the Half Barrel Beer Project, the Commission Beer Chamber, Tactical Brewing, GB Bottle Shop, Bone Sack and No Coins Required, the Orlando Ale Line, and of course my man John at Venice Vinos. Uh, please make sure you're checking out Venice Vinos. Uh, he's doing some, I think I mentioned this a couple times before, he's trying to do like some wine tastings, not just on weekends, but on weekdays. And so, you know, he, he promises it's only going to take him about an hour and a half to do it, a couple of hours, and he starts it at 6. It's going to be done by 8 o'clock, and, and you know, he's going he's gonna to be pouring you, you know, two, three ounces, so you don't have to worry about being drunk or anything when you're on your way home, but, but he's going to have those bottles, whatever you like, that you taste. He's going to have them ready for you right then and there, and that's one of the things I love about uh, his wine tastings. So... If you get if you're anywhere near the Kissimmee area, uh, make sure that you check him out on Facebook. Sign up uh, with Vintage Vinos so you can get the events. I guarantee you, you'll be well, well pleased. Uh, please make sure that you support all of our advertisers and our supporters. Uh, if you're in the Central Florida area, please make sure that you drink responsibly. This is the Beers Fundamental Show. And we want to thank you for visiting the neighborhood. Until next time, cheers.
You've been listening to the Beer is Fundamental podcast with your hosts, BT and the Beer Searchers.